Welcome to Verdant North, the podcast with a love of, for growing indoors, outdoors, and closer together with cocktails, docktails, and fluffy tails. On today's episode, we talk about dogs. How do they impact your yard? What things should you go for your dog? And what things should you avoid or be aware of for your dog? Our pooch-loving team has come up with a few topics to speak about, so sit, stay, and listen. This is Verdant North. Hey, Caroline, hey, our Randy. host. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Randy? Doing dang good. Randy is our sound guy. I'm Caroline, and uh, I'm a dog owner. I have a puppy. Her name is Lana, and she's crazy. She is bad insane. <laughs> well, we're lucky today to have all four members of our team together. Here's Dan Hudson. Hello. And uh, here's Nikki Lyons, certified spirit specialist. Hello. So awesome. I'm excited. Today's topic is, yeah, dog stuff. But to start with, uh, we need cocktails. So Nikki, take it away. So this week I have a essentially a pineapple daiquiri type thing. So a while back, if you remember, I had said I'd made a really delicious pineapple mint syrup that I forgot to bring. So luckily that was still sitting in the fridge and ready to go. So what I did with this is pretty much a traditional daiquiri recipe. So two parts spirit, um, one part uh, the simple syrup with the pineapple mint, which essentially just made a basic simple syrup. And um, once it was... Once it was made and all the sugar was dissolved and stuff, I let it sit with the warm water with the pineapple mint in there for about 30 minutes or so and strained it out, and that was about it. And then um, a little bit of fresh lime juice. So like the gimlet and stuff we've talked about in the past, uh, daiquiri was... Another one of those old sailor drinks to help ward off scurvy. So, so I would have loved to see pirates and sailors with old flowery drinks. Like "Mm, daiquiri's boys. (laughs) Sorry. Yep. So a lot of people when they think of daiquiri's, they think of like the frozen slushy stuff. I've never Mm -hmm. wanted to say no to a slushy drink, but yep. As Randy said, there wasn't many pirates drinking slushy drinks out in the ocean. <laughs> maybe, maybe they had a slushy machine. That would have been pretty awesome. But Yar, I'll be taking me daiquiri. <laughs> I bet they still put flowers in their drinks, though. Oh, probably. Probably. <laughs> I should have brought little uh, gem marigolds for this. They taste like lemon, and they'd look really cool. Oh, those would be very good. We're going to coordinate next time. Yes. All right. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So, smells up great. So well, enjoy. Cheers. Oh, yeah. And I forgot I cheers. used a um, pineapple-infused rum with this. Ooh. So it's the pineapple rum from from. Plantation. It's absolutely delicious, and I highly recommend. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. <laughs> plastic mm. cups today, so they don't they don't click the same. But wow, this is boozy. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. This Good. this ain't your grandma's daiquiri. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> your grandma's taking her top off of this daiquiri. Wee wee. Flop 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 flop. This is delicious. I really like this. Uh, uh, so we're going to change the name of this to Topless Grandma because I feel like that's There we go. Right. Inspired. <laughs> oh, man. I'm very proud of that decision. Oh, and this is also going to be the name Topless Grandma of the episode. <laughs> nope, it is about dogs. <laughs> topless Grandmas and Dogs. The dogs so are topless, good. too. Put those tits away, girls. They can't help it. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a great drink. I really like it. Oh, so man. far off to a good start. Yes. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about dogs. I tried really hard to get uh, like a vet tech to come join us, and my vet tech pal had uh, too much going on right now, so I talked to her online, and um, through that interview, some of this information is from her. I also did some research. The ASPCA has a complete list of 
plants and things that are toxic or non-toxic to dogs. And um, everything has kind of varying degrees of toxicity. A lot of these things might just make your dog barf a little. Um, So take it with, uh, don't take it so seriously that you're like, oh God, I got to cut down all my apple cherry trees and I got to get rid of everything in the yard. No, it's, it's not quite that situation, but you know, hopefully some of these things you can think about and be aware of. Um, so there are fruit trees that can cause problems for your pets. Uh, the seeds, pits, stones, and sometimes stems of apples, crab apples, cherries, and some of the foliage and stems of apples contain chemicals that break down into cyanide in digestion. Most of the time, uh, your animal will end up with just some mild stomach problems, um, but that's something to think about when you have, you know, a crab apple tree that is crapping crab apples all over your yard. Mm. Um, and uh, black walnuts are now added to the list because when the black walnuts fall to the ground, they grow different kinds of mold and funguses that can cause diarrhea in your dog. So hmm. I think the moral of the story is clean up after your trees in the fall so that your dog doesn't get into, you know, rotting fruit and get drunk or eat stuff that gives them a stomach ache or eat some nasty fungus and that kind of stuff. I do have a drunk dog story if you want to talk about that later. Um can we have it now? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I had a party at my place in South Burlington, Vermont. And uh, one of my friends, he brought jello shots over. So he vomited it up. And so my dog, Brimley, ended up later on the mo- next morning found that spot on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no. And that dummy, he sat in the middle of our field and behind our apartment just like, like, <laughs> with this big old grin. <laughs> He ate like a patch out of the dirt where it was all. He's like, "This is the best," <laughs> and he just was the happiest dog for the next two hours. It's amazing. I'm glad he didn't get hurt. Or yeah, no, I and I was like, I didn't realize it until it was too late. And I'm like, "What's up?" And why is? Oh no, that's where Eric puked that night. Oh no! For people wondering, that's Eric in my podcast. Eric Taylor, so. <laughs> From Scattered Podcast, yeah. <laughs> is he the one that drinks milk? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He just drinks milk all the time. I'm like, you're a grown ass man drinking milk on your podcast. Okay. (laughs) Uh, If he listened to this, you'd probably feel embarrassed. Uh, (laughs) If it's fine. If we have a couple of listeners. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, and listening to us drink. Uh, we're also eating little cucumbers, little cucumelons. I'll post a picture of those. They're like grape-sized cucumbers. That's pretty good. And they're good. So we're crunching away. Um, I'm going to divert from plants for just a minute and talk about a couple of things that um, aren't plants. So keep your dog poop picked up every other day to prevent a buildup opportunity for parasite worms. Um, those mostly affect younger dogs because their immune systems aren't as strong. So not just heartworm, but, you know, ringworm and roundworm and that kind of stuff. So uh, don't let it build up. It's, it's gross. Um, dogs can also get Lyme disease. And due to our recent high winter te- temperatures, uh, veterinarians are now teaching people to treat their animals for ticks all year round, just like they do for heartworm. So... Mm. That's new. We now have to front line all year long. We can't just, oh, it's fall. You're not going to do it. So Thanks, global warming. (laughs) 
Although property values are going up. So, you know, trade up. Everything's beachfront. <laughs> Lyme disease, property value. Uh, uh. Don't get me started. All right, I'm going to say, hey, <laughs> reference to episode, was it three, when we talked about a million things you can do to fight global warming? Yeah, you know that episode three. If, if, you, episode. Haven't, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, time out, go back, listen to that, and do all 50 different ideas to stop global <laughs> <This> warming. <laughs> done this week. Do them this week. No, 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 no. Okay. Um... So, all right, back to plants. Um, there are a few different plants that your dog shouldn't eat. There are spring bulbs like tulips, alliums, lilies, and hyacinths. Those are all not good for your dog to eat. Um, squirrels can eat them, as, but they don't eat daffodils. There's just some toxins build up in there. Um, alliums are like onions. They're bad for your dog. There are a few shrubs like hydrangeas. Azaleas, rhododendrons, and boxwoods. Those are all really cop- common in our zones. Um, so don't let your dog chew on random bushes. Like, it's, they don't, you don't want them to get sick. That's a mess you gotta clean up. <laughs> Some flowers like foxgloves, mums, lily of the valley, hostas, bleeding hearts, iris, and yarrow are also all not good for your dogs. Yeah. My puppies ate hostas and bleeding hearts and (laughs) like they were puppies and they had poop and they barfed. But other than that, like I didn't know it was (laughs) abnormal (laughs) because they kind of just had problems with that for a lot of stuff. (laughs) But they're good to go now. She doesn't eat that kind of stuff anymore. It was just when they were young, tender shoots. She just liked to chew on everything and... Mm. Now she's better and she's mostly just on toys and uh, iPhone cords and underwear. So she's pretty normal now. Um. Those will make anybody feel sick. <laughs> yeah. So things you should never, ever give to your dogs are citrus peels like lime. There's some essential oils in lime that is not good for your dogs. Uh, grapes and raisins are not good for dogs. Avocados. Even though we don't grow those up here, I felt like saying it because I put them on my burgers and stuff like that. But avocado is bad for your dog. Onions, like I mentioned earlier, mushrooms, pretty much all burger toppings uh, outside of cheese isn't really great for your dog. Um, Chocolate is bad for your dog, even though it doesn't grow around here. Um, We do have people that like to use cocoa mulch, which is a really nice-looking mulch. It's really small. It's fine. It kind of looks like uh, cocoa pebbles a little bit. But don't do it because when your dog eats it, you're going to have some problems. And that is one that can cause a more serious toxic issue with your dogs. Um, And then my vet friend said uh, she sees problems with uh, dogs that have gotten into chocolate and also uh, foods containing xylitol, which is a sugar-free sweetener. Um, so don't let your dog eat diabetic candy uh, or sugar-free gum and that kind of stuff. Um, actually, a lot of foods have a little bit of xylitol in them. So, you know, uh, be aware and read some ingredients and stuff. Um, what I wanted to end on an upper, though, that there are some things that you can grow for your dog to eat um, in our zones even. So you can grow these kinds of vegetables, carrots, parsley. Sweet potatoes, broccoli, and other cruciferous veggies. Although, time out, um, I've, I don't grow enough, like, 
broccoli. I was just going to say, like, if you're growing broccoli for your dog. I Broccoli, you if I got a good broccoli crop, I'm not sharing it with my dog. That's like if I made, I don't know, fettuccine and a chunk fell on the ground and she got to it before me. Okay, fine. <laughs> but if I grew broccoli, I'm going to eat all of it. That's, yeah. that's how that goes. Yeah. Um, you can grow... Uh, cucumbers, edamame, uh, watermelon. You have to remove all the seeds from your watermelon, though, because those can cause some stomach problems. Um, peas and green beans. And then they're also good with most berries, like blueberries, uh, raspberries, and blackberries. Um, apple fruits are okay for them, but you have to take all those seeds out because the seeds contain some of those bad chemicals, like I mentioned earlier. And yeah, so hey, let your dog eat some stuff in your yard if you know it's good for them, but uh, don't let them eat random stuff in your yard. <laughs> yeah, so seems like uh, seems like good advice. Yeah, that's that's what I got. What do you got today, Dan? You know, I got. Uh, I was looking up about um, dog spots today. Oh yeah, I have a problem with dog pee spots in my yeah. yard now. So. Apparently, it's specifically an issue with, or especially an issue with, female dogs, because their urine is more acidic. Oh, okay. I had no idea. But anyway, uh, basically, when the dogs pee on your lawn, Mm -hmm. it can burn the plants, because it's ammonium. I believe it's ammonium. But anyway, it's basically like a fertilizer. But too much is going to burn the grass. Too much, too much. Too much. So sometimes what you'll see is like a little burn spot on the lawn. And then like green, it's like lush green around like this ring. You know, it's like this ring around the dead spot that looks really good. I always wonder. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I what thought it that is. was I thought that was just a magic spot. Like that's where yeah, a ghost like, stood. Or a like a wizard ghost. cast a spell. <laughs> A lawn gnome shit here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so basically, there's, I would say, two things. One, if you catch it before the grass has died, like mm-hmm. if it just looks kind of sad, mm-hmm. go ahead and just water the heck out of it because basically, you just want to dilute that pee as much as you can before the plants die. Um, if you don't catch it in time and it's just dead, and you just have like a dead spot. The grass isn't going to come back on its own. It's dead. So you kind of need to get like a little claw sort of thing. You know, like the little gardening tools. Like a raptor claw? Yeah, it looks like, like a little a... raptor claw. <laughs> like when you buy a set of gardening tools, you get like a trowel. And you get another trowel. And then you get a raptor claw. There we go. Yep. Use the raptor claw and kind of like scratch and tear up that grass that's dead in that spot. Um, and then basically what you want to do is water the heck out of it and kind of dilute and um, kind of flush out any excess urine okay. that's there in that spot. And then you can just kind of top up with topsoil, put a little topsoil back. Um, you could use potting soil or something like that if you really wanted to. Um, but then, yeah, just you get some grass seed and reseed it. There isn't really a magical... Thing that you can do it's basically like okay the grass is dead you need to take it out flush out the the poison for the grass which is the dog pee 
Poison dog pee. Poison dog pee. And then reseed with some new grass seed. And then you just water and kind of baby the grass seed a little bit. Um, I did see a couple of, you know, there's some solutions that people sell. Like, oh, magic dogs, dog pee spray that you just spray it on there and it fixes right up. It's called green spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> that would do the trick as well. Uh, but th- those might work if you catch it before the grass is dead. Once the grass is dead, I th- those aren't really going to do anything for you. You need to tear it up and reseed. Is pretty much all the all you can do. You could get sod if you really wanted to. Like if you're having a barbecue and it's really important, and your boss is coming over or something, and you're like, "Oh my god, my yard has to be perfect." Okay, fine, go. I'll get some sod. Put a little patch down. You know that'll work. But uh, but I would just recommend reseeding. Reseed. Okay. Reseed. That's what I need to do. I need to pick up some extra seed and scruff up all that dead stuff because mm-hmm. I'm not going to follow my dog around with a bucket of water. No. And that's the thing. It's like. what What's, pra- what's practical? You know, you know, the other, the other advice that I, that I've heard here is uh, to take your dog on a walk. Because then they don't pee in the yard. <laughs> Dan, Dan doesn't have a dog. <laughs> and he can just kill all the neighbors' yards. Then, and it's yes, yeah, yeah. there you go. It's not your problem anymore. <laughs> Spoken like someone who doesn't own a dog. Uh, do you know how many times a day a, a puppy's got to pee? Uh, the answer is constantly. Okay. Let me cut you off there. <laughs> there is always a little bit of pee going on <laughs> with dogs under like three or four months old all the time. Very fair. But Ginger, like three out of the four times she pees outside is usually in somebody else's yard. I do have to walk her. <laughs> I don't have a fence line. And I'm like, and usually she's afraid of us of like going outside unless she's on leash. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like, oh, no, what's going to happen? I'm like, here's a leash. She's like, oh, boy, walks. Yeah, Ginger's the best. Ginger's huge. Uh, did you know she's part bear? That's what we discussed today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we think she's a few things, but she's definitely a bear. She's definitely a sweet baby bear. Yeah, she's a baby bear. Sweet, sweet big baby bear. Uh, she's also maybe golden retriever and maybe some kind of uh, mastiff. And yeah, we're something thinking that Bernese consumed. mountain dog. Mm. <laughs> maybe St. Bernard. Yeah. I want her to have cornrows really bad, but it, it probably wouldn't be comfortable for her. But her hair is like four inches long. <laughs> what about corn beans and squash rows? Corn beans and squash rows. Okay. Oh, yeah. Speaking of. That's a good transition. So uh, yesterday, Dan and I went live on Facebook and rambled for a while about <laughs> <laughs> about all sorts of things. Um, and we talked about how we've had a really we've both tried the three sisters uh, growing methods for uh, squash, uh, corn, and beans, and neither of us have had any kind of success with that. Um, and lo and behold, after we do a bunch of crap talking about this method, um, a cool lady named Josie sends us pictures of her three sisters' garden that includes uh, different kinds of beans, squash, sunflowers, and corn. And respect. The- mad respect well they're all in the same garden i think that's maybe that's what we got hung up on is we can grow them all in the same area but we can't count on the beans like climbing up the sunflowers or climbing up the corn no maybe that's what our downfall was our expectations are too high 
I think we do need to reset wow. our expectations a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you, the listener. But it can be done. It can be done. Uh, you, the listener, lower your expectations with us. <laughs> 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 no, Josie, thank you so much for sending us pictures of your garden and you know what we're gonna say you win yeah uh we're open to being incorrect no problem there um (laughs) and i would love for more pictures to come from people all over the the northern states area you know i would even take pictures from people in texas i don't care i want to see your garden prove us wrong more please Please do. Please do. Um, So my puppy in my yard has done quite a bit of damage to things. Uh, Like I said early, she and her brother Jurgen, named after Jurgen Klopp for those of you who are uh, Liverpool fans. Um, We were fostering him before he had his permanent home. And they ate my beautiful uh, golden-leafed bleeding heart down to stumps. And they're still alive, so. (laughs) The the dogs or the plant? Oh, both, I think. (laughs) Bleeding hearts are kind of, they're something, they're not like a tulip, but they are kind of only around um, in the spring, and things have been beaten down quite a bit. Uh, She likes to pretend like she's like Rambo or something and crawl through the hostas and disappear. And then she comes out like, surprise, I gotcha. I'm like, oh, shit, you got me. <laughs> um, but she's, you know, all the other hostas recovered no problem. Um, my veggie beds are already raised beds, and they already have fences up to keep the rabbits out, so I haven't had uh, problems with the dog getting into the veggie bed. But when, all right, I'm not what you would call an athletic person, um, so when I throw the ball for my dog, it's, it's, I don't know where it's going to go. I have no idea. <laughs> so sometimes I throw it and it goes into the fenced in raised bed and she can't get it. And then I have to get up off my butt and walk all the way over to the other end of the yard for her. <laughs> I tried to get this like light up glow in the dark ball that has a battery in it and it like flashes rainbow colors. And she will only chase it if I stick it in a sock. Like it needs to, it needs to smell like a foot (laughs) and maybe it's easier to pick up and run around with then, but that's the only way she'll chase it and follow it. And I don't know. She's really goofy. She likes to steal other dogs toys and she gets really jealous of, uh, other dogs that I'm petting. So yeah, my dog's a big toy stealer. It's always, is- yeah, it's trouble at the dog park. One time she got three tennis balls in her mouth. <laughs> uh, I thought we had it covered with, okay, I'll give this other dog back. It's tennis ball because she went for another one. Oh, no, got two in her mouth and then figured out how to do three. And I just gave up after that point. Yes. I'm like, sorry, all the labs. You get no more tennis balls. <laughs> just follow the shepherd around. You'll get them back eventually. <laughs> I like it, though. I want your puppy to meet my puppy. Ginger and Lana know each other. We got to meet. Oh, yeah. Good job, Lana. You know, her mix with my dog might completely destroy this house in maybe 15 seconds. Uh, 25, maybe. All right. Well, let's go to the the gated dog parks then and (laughs) see how that goes. Because they can pee on that grass and kill it. No one cares because it's dog park country. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I get I. Uh, it's always good dog etiquette to pick up the poop. Everybody knows that, but not everybody does it. As a gardener, and I garden in my front yard, 
I hate finding other dogs' poops in the bed that I'm about to work in. I'm like, seriously? Seriously. Seriously, I'm outraged. She is pissed off right now. God dang. She threw plastic glasses around, and she's like, she's punching people. It just makes me hulk out over here. How do you know that it's a different dog? Because the poops. <laughs> Lana. Lana. She. Ah, ah, ah. Come here. Come here, Lana. Come podcast, Lana. Come here, girl. Pay attention to me. <laughs> she likes to tell me when people are walking past whatever house we're in. She's she's Doberman Chihuahua, so she's Dobie Wawa. Uh, she's like 35 pounds, and she's got to make sure the perimeter is uh, is clear. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying to teach her that she can give me like one bark or like lower her voice, but I don't know. I think that, but I don't know how to do it. So uh, you out there in podcast land, do you have a cool garden picture that you want to send us? Please do. Do you have a cool dog trick that your dog does? We want to see it. Do you have uh, pictures of your dog in a garden? Cool. A lot of you has already sent me pictures of your dog good job uh pictures of your dog outside in your yard and i'm going to post all of those with this episode recap so that is going to guilt trip all of you into visiting my website so thank you very much friends for sharing that with me um and i'm gonna probably have lana in a lot of pictures of my garden because hey she's my new baby i'm pretty obsessed with her (laughs) she's a good girl Oh, good puppy. You know, I want to bring up, uh, for those of us without dogs, Okay. we may have cats. All right. Cats can also enjoy a garden. That's true. Usually they just kind of, like, sit in it. You know, they don't really, like, they don't do a whole lot. They're not running around playing like but, dogs will. Right. But uh, but that's okay. That's fine, too. Um, one thing you can grow for your cats Mm-hmm. Pretty much the only thing that you can grow. For, actually, there's two things. You can grow cat mint or cat nip. Okay. But the other thing that you can do is cat grass, which cats like to eat. Yeah, man. Cat yes. grass. <laughs> like my cat needs help being a lazy sack of crap. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. I love you, Poo Poo and Riker. <laughs> <laughs> so... I did a little bit of reading on cat grass. Um, it's actually oat, barley, wheat, or rye grass. Usually it's like a mix of those, but it's these kind of like common grains. Um, and it's actually not really well understood why cats eat the grass. We don't actually understand why, but they'd like to eat it. Hmm. Uh, two theories are, one, that they eat it to help them throw up non-digestible material that they've eaten. Like cat hair? Like cat hair. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helps with like hairball, you know, production. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is that it helps, um, you know, kind of... Um, Spit it out, Dan. <laughs> uh, if, they're, if they uh, have eaten stuff that they shouldn't, shouldn't have or, or something like this, yeah. like if they eat like a dead mouse... And then they eat some grass, which is apparently pretty common. Like they'll eat grass after they, after they've eaten uh, a meal or something. It helps them. It works like as a laxative, and so they it out 
whatever it was that was, you know, if there's something's bad or whatever, they eat some grass, maybe it, but that doesn't really make any sense because, well, how would it be both help them throw up and as like a laxative and a vomit inducer? And then why, in God's name, would you want to grow that for your cat to help it puke and it doesn't you know, make any sense. You to know me. what? When you're really stopped up, yeah, it, any kind of relief is good relief. Yeah, so that could be because when your cat's stocked up, you're gonna see a cat turn somewhere one way or another. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, uh, take it take it easy on the little guy. <laughs> make it easier for him. So I've grown cat grass a couple of times. I did not notice either more hairballs or diarrhea, cat diarrhea. I haven't or noticed that just either. Cat shits everywhere. So I don't know what where those are where those are coming from, but. Uh, it grows really fast. It grows really easy. It grows really quick. And I, I saw these really cute planters that was, um, it was like a planter with multiple plants in it in a little, bless you. Oh my gosh. Yikes. He's allergic to cat talk. Um, mm-hmm. So it was like a little shallow bowl full of three mm-hmm. or four d- different plants, and it was real cute, uh, but it was all plants that your cat could chew on, and it had like rosemary oh. and cat grass and catnip and stuff. Oh, cool. But it was a way to have a cute planter that is also cat-friendly because uh, my cat eats all of my house plants, and then they all look like garbage. So Yeah, it is good to have something for them to eat or gnaw on apart from house plants. Because one, house plants might not be good for the cat, but two... It's really irritating if you want your houseplants to look good. It is really irritating, and I had I used to have a lot of very beautiful houseplants, and now I have a lot of really scraggly houseplants that I've either thrown away or set outside or given away. I have two kitties, Astro Poofy, otherwise known as Pooh Man, <laughs> um, and then we have Riker, and Riker is only two years old, and I think he chews on my plants to be vindictive. I think he's an asshole. It's payback. Um, we love him very much. He's snuggly. Uh, maybe he drools a little bit when he's purring, <laughs> but um, I think he does it when he can't get his way. He's a brat. So thanks, thanks, Riker. Number two. <laughs> so is he number two? Is he second favorite? Um, he's actually number one favorite. Like, Uh-oh. sorry, <laughs> sorry, Astro. <laughs> Astro, um, once we got Riker, we realized how dumb Astro really is. Like, poor, stupid Astro. We love you, and I will, I will make sure you have an excellent life, but I know you are not a smart cat. <laughs> <laughs> Astro's like 17 pounds and gets beat up by this like eight pound Riker all the time because he just doesn't know how to fight or anything. But Riker is starting to interact with the puppy. She's the puppy's six months old. Riker's two. And they're starting to, you know, sniff each other out and play with each other a little bit. So hopefully one day they'll be really good friends and I can see him, you know, really play or cuddle or something really adorable like that. That would make me happy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You get to post those pictures on the blog. Um. Yeah. If if uh, if it happens in the garden. If it happens <laughs> in the time that we're still verdant northing, I I think so. I just don't know. Maybe. What if it's like ten years from now? How am I supposed to? I don't uh, know. Good point. Promise is a promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Blood oath right here. All right. Cool. So hey, we talked today about how to fix your dog spots. Yeah. 
we talked about uh, foods that you can grow for your dog and foods that you shouldn't let your dog get into. We talked about some stuff you can even grow for your kitty cats. And we told you how to make your grandma topless. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty <laughs> that's a pretty good episode, you guys. Job well done. Job well done. Yeah, well, absolutely. hey, thanks everybody for listening. Um, we're gonna have some uh, cool stuff coming up here soon in the next couple of episodes, and we're gonna need your help out there. Um, please subscribe. Make your make your spouse subscribe. Make your mom subscribe. They don't even have to listen if they don't want to, but subscriptions on uh, any of the I, the pod platforms, it would really help us out. Leave us a review so that we can get our name out there. Um, we do all this for free and we're going to, we're coming up on 10 episodes soon. So we're going to try really hard to expand our listener base. And we really appreciate that you like to listen to us do what we do. So, Hey, send us pictures. Thank you so much. We will interact. Let's, let's do it. Um, and yeah, thanks guys. That's all I got. As always, again, thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find our blog posts online at verdantnorth.net. Find us on Twitter at, at Verdant North. And you can find us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. If you want to contact us but hate social media, you can email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. That's verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. You can hear this podcast through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Again, please don't forget to like, rate, comment, and share the podcast. All of that means a lot in terms of us getting more visibility, more eyes and ears on our website and on our podcast. Uh, it means a lot to us that we volunteer. We put our time into this. Um, so please share with us. Uh, find your plant lover in your life and be like, hey, these guys are fun. They tell you how to get topless grandmas going. Uh, <laughs> Uh, as always, you can find Caroline Hallstrom on Twitter at, at Miss Oline. That's Miss Zero Line. You can find Dan Hudson uh, usually doing stuff. He's really usually everywhere. I don't even know where to find him usually. He's usually holding a sign on he the corner of you. Cedar. He, he's and panhandling for plate. plants usually. He's like, give me a plant for a dollar, please. <laughs> Uh, you can find Nikki Lyons on Instagram at NovemberBlue83. That's NovemberBLU83. And you can find me, Randy, on Twitter at MarlinRand underscore Rando. That's Marlin underscore Rando on Twitter. You can also hear me on the Scattered Podcast, also available on SoundCloud, SoundCloud iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Again, special thanks to Brie Edison and Dewey Vu for graphics and artwork. I've been saying that wrong for every episode. So, hey, I do what I can. I'm going to hold Carolyn personally responsible. Sorry, Dewey. Love you. And extra big thanks to our webmaster, Corey Hartung. He keeps us online and going. Thank you, Corey. And as always, thanks to Minneapolis band Volcanus for allowing us to use their tunes, follow their hilarious video blog project on YouTube, and listen to them and our tribal band Prozac Rat on Bandcamp, YouTube, and find them on Facebook. Thanks for listening, and always remember... It's okay. It's okay to kill plants. It is all right. <laughs> it's okay. Have a great you'll, weekend, everybody. You'll be okay. The plants won't, but you'll be all right. Look <laughs> back. Bye-bye. <laughs>